some real strong instructions from St. Paul this morning. The one we've already begun with when he says, rejoice in the Lord always. And then he says, pray without ceasing. Of course, you can say Hail Marys all day long, but sooner or later you're going to stop. So what is he talking about? Well, he's talking about seeing the divine everywhere that we go. And when we are in communion with the divine, the divine in us is communion with the divine and in the animals and the plants and nature and all of that beauty. And well, that's, that's prayer. That's, prayer is union and communion with the divine. So we really are called to pray without ceasing. But today, the one I want to talk about is the third one. In every situation, in all circumstances, you are to give thanks in all circumstances. I want to preach and teach today what I, I learned as a, a baby priest when I was along, among the African-Americans parish that gave me this dashiki, and, and I somehow feel justified in saying what I want to say today because what they taught was amazing and really was, for me, quite life-changing. It's a spiritual technique, if you will, but it's one that works because it, is, it touches the depth of who we are and who we are in relation to God. In all circumstances, do you have thanks? Well, you know, it's, it's easy to give thanks when all is well. When we win the lottery, when the jackpot of life is in our favor, it's easy to say, oh, thank you very much, thank you, Lord. Uh, but we are called to give thanks in the most common ways. They're the ones who taught me that, well, every morning, as we reach a certain age, I get out of bed and I put my feet on the ground and I go, I'm still here. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very And their opening prayer, even when things seemed rather neutral, I love the opening prayer. We would all, all gather in our little resale shop every, every morning and, and the first prayer out of the mouth of, of these holy people who taught me everything I need to know was, uh, I thank you, Lord, for waking me up in my right mind this morning. Now, I can pray that most of the mornings. <laughs> I wake up in my right mind this morning. But they said, you know, you know Father, that, that's not enough. Because you've got to thank God always, and, and especially, and they call it a sacrifice of praise, and that's to praise God when you don't feel like praising God. That's to say, thank you, Jesus, when you don't feel like saying thank you, Jesus. And here's the phrase they taught me. Whenever trouble comes your way, the first thing, the first thing you've got to say is, thank you, Jesus. All right, let's try it. I'll, try, I'll do the first part. Whenever trouble comes your way, the first thing you've got to say is, Thank you, Jesus. The, the thanks a little stronger. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, that's good. That, that's much, much better. So, 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 so let's try it out. I, I said, oh, okay. She says, try it out. And, and well, you're, 
you're, you're, you're waking up in the morning and, and you're going for an interview and it's going to be the most important job you've ever had. So you, you set your alarm clock for 6 o'clock, but for some reason the alarm clock does not go off. It doesn't get off until 7 o'clock in the morning and, and you, you know you're already going to be late and the first thing you say is... Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're pretty good. And, 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 and so you, you rush through breakfast and, and you, you eat the breakfast and, and, and you go out and you get in your car and you notice you've got a flat tire and you go, Thank you, Jesus. Oh, it's getting tougher, isn't it? <laughs> then you get in the car and you're driving because you know you're going to be late and you're driving a little bit too fast and the cop pulls you over. <laughs> and the first thing you've got to say is, Thank you, Jesus. I know, I know. Five years ago, I'm on Orchard Road, and you know, when you get to 50, 50, uh, Butterfield Road, you really you want to make that light because it's a long, long light. <laughs> I'm zooming along, and all of a sudden, the little flashing light's behind me, and I'm looking through my rear view mirror, and I'm going, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I did not very much feel like saying thank you. That's exactly when you need to say it. You know, we can smile and laugh about those things. And those are relatively little things in our life situation. But what about when, when our life situation really is difficult? At that point, it is a sacrifice of praise. And that's to praise God, to thank God in all of life's situation. It came home to me when I was still down there uh, by, by these holy, holy people that I had the privilege to to be with and learn from. Uh, one Sunday right after I, I, I said Mass, old Orlin Higginbottom. Orlin, you know, th th we had uh, farmers down there who had terrible land to sand. It was sandy land and it was terrible land to, 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 to farm. I, I, uh, uh, I, used to, I, I think I've told you before that the Lake Michigan sand dune came straight down the Indiana border. We're just, just west of Indiana and took in our whole little township of Pembroke Township and so it had lousy, terribly sandy soil. The only two cash crops they had there were, were, were strawberries and marijuana. That was it. And, and so life was not easy. Well, Erlen comes by and he says, get in my car. When Erlen said, get in your car, you get in the car. He got in the car. He drove me out to a field, and there in the field was this car in a terrible accident. It hit a post, and inside that accident was his daughter and three of his grandchildren. And we're, in, we're 25 miles from, from Kankakee. There's no way of getting uh, an ambulance right away there. And, and, and there were no jaws of life in our little fire department. So there they were stuck. Now, they were, we thought they were OK, but you know, we know that they were really shaken up. And, 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 and so we're trying to open up the car. And old Gertrude Higginbottom, her, his, his wife, this incredibly holy woman, she said, stop it. Stop right now in the circle. We held each other's hands and she began, she began this prayer. I praise you, I bless you, I thank you Lord Jesus because you see what we don't see, you know what we don't know and even though this situation seems impossible for us, all things are possible for you. And I, I was in shock. She began by thanking in the midst of a most impossible situation. Finally, the ambulance got there, the jaws of life got there, they got them out, they took the children, 
and his daughter to the hospital. They were, they were quite badly bruised, but they, 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 they turned out okay. What's the lesson? And I think it's really an important lesson. And we need to carry it with us every day of our life. My life situation is not my life. I focus so much on the externals, and I think that the external things are the things that are really important, but they're passing away. They're going to die when I die, but there's something that will not pass away. What will not pass away? What's going to last forever? What's the deepest reality of who I am? The Son of God. You're the daughter of God. You're the Son of God. The deepest reality is that we are being loved without condition beyond our wildest comprehension. And, and no matter what the situation is, we're going to be okay. We're going to ultimately be okay. Now this is almost impossible for us to comprehend when we look at what's going on in the world right now today. How do you say thank you for the slaughter that is going on? And I got to be honest with you. I don't know. I really don't know. But, but this I dare to believe that maybe maybe somehow we may begin to grow a little bit more and begin to understand we're the same. We're not different from each other. No matter where we stand in the political spectrum, no matter where we stand in our ideologies, no matter where we stand in our various religions, we're all the same. We seek the same. Why? Being held by the same God. And I'm sure it's a God who weeps over our stupidity and our in our idiocy in, in, in destroying each other. But in the midst of that, we are called to say, I praise you, I bless you, I thank you. We're called to go with the prophet Habakkuk, who says, though the, 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 the animals disappear from the stall, so the, 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 though, though the, the, the grapes disappear from the vine, so that the figs do not bear fruit, Yet I will continue to rejoice and to praise my God. Because the bottom line is that we swim in the divine. We swim in love. Our holy work, and it is work, is to go beyond the terrible situations in which we find ourselves, or work through them, do what everything we possibly can in the midst of them, but dare never to believe, or not to believe, that God is not only with us, but holding us, sustaining us. Who we are is who we are in God. Nothing more, certainly nothing less.